Talk Back Matters from the Salvos. Milton lost his paradise. Dorothy lost her way. Vincent lost his sanity. And Thomas lost his faith. Hoover lost the second time. Sigmund lost his friend. Susan Ashton's song, Innocence Lost, is a very brave subject for her to talk about, and Salvo's counsellor Warren Draney chats with us about this sensitive issue. Warren, Susan Ashton sings, Vincent lost his sanity, Thomas lost his faith, Sigmund lost his friend, me I lost my innocence and I want it back again, which I thought was such a moving thing for her to say and quite actually brave of her to say it as well, wasn't it? It is, yeah, very, yeah, and I think um, it resonates with a lot of people. I see my little ones walking around and their innocence is so beautiful and I think how sometimes I would love to have that innocence back again myself, but, uh, you know, we have to mature, that's life, we have to grow, we have to learn things and go through different circumstances. We do, we do, yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, life is hard for us sometimes. Do you come across many people in counselling who wish they had their innocence back again? Uh, Chris, I can think of numerous conversations that I've had with people in the counselling room who have um, talked about wanting the innocence of their childhood back. And that's, you know, a common theme that comes through a lot of the time. So how can we live as if we have got that innocence back again? What things can we do? Well, I think, Chris, um, there's been a lot of research going on in neural psychology and stuff like that of late. And one of the things that is um, showing up quite a lot is that the more that we focus on something, the stronger the neural pathways become for us. So, for example, if I focus on the part that I'm not as innocent as I want it to be, that becomes stronger. And I see this quite a lot with clients. So there's really a need to um, focus on different things and actually in some ways stop being harsh on ourselves or beating ourselves up and extend ourselves a bit of grace. Yeah about the fact that, you know, life hasn't worked out the way that we wanted it to, whether that's through our choices or the choices of somebody else. And we need, in some ways, to refocus where we're giving our attention to so that some of those neural pathways just become less and less for us. Yeah, right. And the healing can slowly come from that. That's right, yes. In circumstances where it wasn't uh, a very good circumstance, you might say. Well, I think, you know, sometimes, um, and we see it all around the world today with some of the things that are going on, when incidents occur and trauma occurs for a lot of people, it's like the the loss of innocence or childhood stopped then. And, you know, being able to process that and work through that, sometimes with a counsellor or a therapist or a psychologist or even a minister, just what's gone on and how you can refocus your mind or your thoughts somewhere else. Yeah. I know in my own life, I, I just want to, you know, have that innocence back again. And I found one way, just one very simple way of being a bit cleaner, feeling a bit cleaner in my life is by actually not watching much television at all. And I know that probably sounds very bizarre and maybe some people will think it's fanatical or crazy. But the images that are shown on TV, they're so compromising in so many instances and by not watching television I've slowly my focus has shifted my whole frame of mind has shifted and my mental health almost feels better do you know what I mean right 
Okay. Yeah, look, I, I, I can understand that, and, uh, and you're not the first person that's actually said that to me, Chris, because I, I know quite a few people who have just given up watching TV because they don't want to be bombarded with those constant images and that. I think what it is is actually about stopping and focusing on something else. Yeah. And one of the things I do with some of my clients sometimes is I actually get them to imagine a red stop sign when they've got these thoughts going on all the time, and this word stop and saying that to themselves, and then just focus on three aspects of themselves that they actually enjoy. For example, you know, I'm a good worker, I'm a good friend, I'm a good son, or I'm a good daughter, or I'm a good partner. And that way it just sort of shifts the focus from that, gee, I'm a bad person. Yeah. I think sometimes we tend to put these labels on ourselves that aren't really helpful. Yeah. I'm a good mother, I'm a good father. That's a great yes. um, great technique. And really connects with our values as to who we want to be as a person too. Yeah. We can't change the past. That's right. But we can look forward to the future and where we want to go. That's a great way to uh, inspire people, isn't it, by saying that? It is. It is. Yeah. And it's you know, it's God's heart for us to be pure and clean as much as possible, really, isn't it? It is. I think, um, you know, when I think about God's heart, you know, because I haven't met God yet as, as such, I think about the person of Jesus and the way he interacted with other people. Yeah. And one of the stories that really stands out for me in regards to innocence is the woman at the world. You know, she's come out in the middle of the day to collect her collect the water. She doesn't want to interact with any other people. She's feeling ashamed of who she is. There's a real loss of innocence. You know, and Jesus talks about her husband and she says she doesn't have one and then he just sort of reveals to her that he knows the story of her life. Yeah. You know, you've had, I think it's seven husbands and the guy you're with now you're not actually sexually involved with. Um, but, you know, as she gets, as she sees somebody else actually accept that part of her it really changes the way she interacts with other people. She starts to interact with other people. She goes back and she talks to the town people and says, come and listen to this guy. He's got to be the Messiah. He just told me everything about me. You know, that that sort of self-loathing that was there yeah. is no longer there. Yeah. And, you know, and instead of focusing on the past and who she, the label that she put on herself as not good enough as a partner... You know, she changed that to something different where she looked forward to the future and was actually able to interact with other people. Isn't that a wonderful example of God's grace and mercy and just deep love for us? I think it's a fantastic example of that, and I think it also shows us how much we need to extend that grace to ourselves. Yeah. I think often when people are saying, I've lost my innocence, I'm bad, I'm damaged, I'm no good... It's like they're really being harsh on themselves instead of actually saying, well, look, you know, I'm actually a good human being. Yeah. Things have happened or I've made a couple of mistakes that weren't the right thing in my life. You know, and looking towards who they want to be as a person, looking towards their values of who they want to be and what they want to become. That's wonderful. Warren, how can someone contact you if they wanted to talk to you a bit further about this? Well, look, we're... Uh, Salvation Army Counseling Service. Um, they could um, go to our website, salvoscounseling.salvos.org.au, and um, on there there's quite a number of um, contact centres for our centres. Me, Light and life. 